0: From the Conditional Release Program, a podcast that delves into the netherworld of cults, crims and con artists, we don't like these people in a show. We believe the best way to expose them is to hold them up to a harsh light, point our index fingers in their general direction and mock them mercilessly. Take them down a peg or two until they cease to exist in any other form than the shit on our shoes. I'm Jack the Insider, otherwise known as Peter Hoisted for tax purposes.
1: And I'm Joel Hill, and it's been a busy week for anti-lockdowners and anti-vaxxers alike, especially in Melbourne, the most pilled city in the country, where they've done the fluoro and screamed, Freedom! Freedom! Um,
0: yes, Joel, the other chant they do come up with every day, every day, Ugh. has proven less compelling with protesters' numbers dwindling as the week went on.
1: Not easy to maintain. So, Jack, the inexplicable public holiday in Melbourne for AFL Grand Final Eve. What? And it's a grand (laughs) final that's played three and a half thousand kilometers away in Perth anyway. Prove one point. The anti-lockdown is mates. The tradies do not work on public holidays. That is tradie Ten Commandments shit. They don't work. They don't march. They stay at home. They hit the couch and get on the Bundy and Coke premixes play a bit of cold chisel, you know, bless them. That's that's just what they do. But, of course, this left small numbers of these anti-vax mm, illusionals yeah. who don't work to do the hard work.
0: Yeah, yeah, there you go. There's some irony there. Yeah, they don't work weekends either, not unless they're on overtime. No. So the fluoro stay at home on the weekend, thus ensuring the numbers of angry folk on the streets we're pretty small.
1: And mostly meth heads.
0: There's also some trouble, Joel, in the anti-lockdown organiser paradise
1: with mm. anti-Semite
0: entrepreneur Harrison McLean feeling the wrath of none other than the pit bull, Craig Carl, who released a video excoriating the young, finely coiffed man and calling him some very rude names. Mm. Who would have thought freedom? Activists could be so unfriendly.
1: Yeah, who would have thought, Jack? And he, we know he's going to blame the Jews too. I mean, it's just a matter of time. <laughs> It's, just, it's a bit of a thing with these guys. It's, it's their shtick. It's so, Super Jack, it's been mean. a huge week. I am fucking exhausted, to be honest. But this is no time to slouch about. Yes. Shit is getting hectic. Nope. And we have to cover it. So we're going to get to all the fun right now in the Conditional Release Program's weekly news.
0: And the Melbourne protests have been covered almost ad nauseum by every media organisation, large and small, all week. And uh, the conditional release programme covered the outrages of the Tuesday rally, the dizzying circuits of the CBD before commandeering the M1 freeway and the Westgate Bridge where fluoros gathered to sing a Telstra corporate diddy and promote, <laughs> promote Moony Valley's Cox Plate with an off-key rendition of Horses. Take that down, race, mate. I mean, look, yeah. this
1: fits in really well with their love of ivermectin, to be fair, which they're yep. absolutely going to need yep. after two sort of confirmed b- cases attended the protest and, let's face it, likely more to follow. They were Uh-oh. basically spitting on each other. God.
0: Mm. Yeah, we got to see all of this courtesy of a couple of lads who do fine work in the name of independent fake journalism. Yep. There's and Fernando, who spent most of Tuesday morning among the anti-vax throng, asking them politely if they were neo-Nazis. <laughs> (laughs) Heads shook solemnly. Some babbled about the new order, others about Mm -hmm. saving children from a state and a commonwealth oozing with pedophiles from the top down. It's a masterclass of propaganda for idiots until Rookshan came across a member of the Proud Boys. who was proud to acknowledge that he was a neo-Nazi and proceeded to go on a big neo-Nazi rant and Ruxin sort of shuffled off to other of less challenging interview subjects.
1: Yeah, when you get the Jewish question, sometimes you get the Jewish answer and you don't want that. Yeah. You just do not want that. So we've got Joel Gilmore, who is another fake journalist with a camera on his shoulder. Or at least did his hand. He's a bit of a flog, but at least he does not film in fucking portrait like fucking Rukshin <laughs> does. I mean, come on, dickhead. Just tilted around. So on Tuesday, Gilmore filmed the scene where protesters attacked police cars at the northern end of the CBD. Mm. And one protester just straight up ran over the top of an unmarked police vehicle, while others kicked and punched cop cars before fleeing like cowards. Gilmore fled with them, offering a profanity laden commentary, fair enough, that police had knocked people over (laughs) and run them down in this completely open contradiction to what he'd literally just filmed which we had just just been watching. watching. We were We're watching
0: it. it. No no one got knocked over. No No, one got run down.
1: It just didn't happen. So this is the thing. Like, this is what they do. These independent journalists who are accountable to no one at the press council complaints board are like, who? They just (laughs) narrate what the punters want to hear over these scenes that directly contradict their commentary. It's It's, not fucking journalism. It's It's propaganda.
0: And it got even funnier on Friday when anti-lockdown has desecrated yet another sacred site. Northcote Plaza. Yeah,
1: Hands off, true. you bastards. <laughs> yeah, it
0: was terrible what they did their job. It was up. merely a stroke <laughs> of luck that they set upon the bad coals in Northcote rather than the good one down the road.
1: Yeah, I heard there was two coals in that there area. Are mm. And I'm like, Melbourne's got way more issues than COVID. I mean, that's <laughs> fucking weird. Just calm down with the supermarkets. What? Is it just like coals asserting their dominance in the area? Like fucking relax. Anyway. So, Gilmore was live streaming the pillaging of Northcote Plaza and muttering Briar Way of commentary about how terrible Victoria police are. Ugh. But the cops had arrived in significant numbers. You know, the, the big black stormtroopers, pretty fucking terrifying.
0: Yes, Jolly. A young filmmaker was hinting at the evils done by the communist Vic Pohl before having an encounter with members of Vic, to Vic Pol's riot squad. Yes,
1: he did. Yes, he
0: did. It, it pays to mention Gilmore had done a piece to camera earlier on revealing a very nasty, cheap nose ring, looking a bit infected, to be honest, and for reasons that are still unclear, a pair of eyebrows that have been etched onto his dial with mascara.
1: Yeah. Gilmore was actually asked by the Riot Squad for media credentials, as they tend to do. And he gave this dog ate my homework, uh, kind of left it at home sort of shit. <laughs> left but home. That doesn't that was that was a sideline to what they really wanted to know. <laughs> That's
0: right. So one member of the riot squad said, What did you do to your eyebrows, mate? You know <laughs> <laughs> very, very amused, heavily armed. Heavily armoured copper. And then the cop asked Gilmore if he'd seen the Seinfeld episode (laughs) where Uncle Leo (laughs) pencils in his eyebrows. And Gilmore (laughs) apparently is no Seinfeld fan. But the other cops had started falling about the place (laughs) laughing. And by that stage, he really had the shakes up. Poor old. Uh, Joel Gilmore He does get the shakes I'm not quite sure What's going on there But he was really Shaking up a storm And filmed himself Sitting in the gutter Quivering for the next Half an hour or so uh, Yeah is it okay If I do sit down I legs
1: are a bit shaky
0: Could you draw those Eyebrows on that? <laughs> uh,
1: don't, don't even uh, I I was uh... Honestly, I was interested in that night and uh <laughs> tried to do my eyebrows. it didn't turn out very well. <laughs> but I'm glad you can make some humour out of this. I appreciate that. What, so... <laughs> Seinfeld? Sorry? Do you like the your young fast Seinfeld. I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't know it. But I'm glad you can find some humour out of that. I appreciate that. Google, Google YouTube, Seinfeld, Uncle Leo, I What about
0: my eyebrows? Here, here. Shh! That
1: joint, where's your... Uh... Was your nurse? She left. It was a minor setback for Gilmore Jack, but Hollywood beckons for him and Uh, Once they get a hand on the green screen CGI fakery, which might be a while yet because Ruction can't film (laughs) properly, anything will become possible. Absolute propagandists here who are either genius political manipulators of the highest order or just dead fucking stupid who are speaking fluent moron to pilled fuckwits. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Could be the (laughs) other one. Really, it's hard hard to say. They look the same on the face value. The coverage continued through the weekend, and I honestly stopped giving a fuck. I mean, I speak for myself here, likely many others. Yeah. Got protest fatigue. That's I'm fucking thing. bored. Same old shit. Oh, freedom! You serve us, fucking blah blah blah. And Vic Paul being like, like nice. "We have, nice. ha- we have stormtroopers, but we're not going to do anything, including arrest anyone. Meh, it's a bit of paperwork." So at first, it's this exciting thing. We'll get to see what happens with this tent standoff between these idiots and right police. And you think, "Oh fuck, what's going to happen?" And then it all fizzles out for the day. But then we wind up back at our asses the next day by about twelve p.m. Watching mm. that fuckwit Ruction asking leading questions to peeled idiots and just straight up lying on camera. I mean, like, yeah, oh, give me. Like, I'm just fucking bored. <laughs> but it has been a wild ride while it lasted. The fun was there. And in yeah. of of good new action movies, because the film industry has been a bit quiet <laughs> yeah, Well, the footage has been a fun and exciting look into a weird movement that is going out with a bit of a bang.
0: Yeah. Look, the matinee shows have been disappointing, Joe, I've got to <laughs> say. But... Uh, Now might be a good time to discuss some of the footage uh, you and I have seen and no doubt a lot of our listeners have. It shows some members of VicPol going around uh, clearly beyond their legal entitlement to detain protesters and smashing people to the ground or beating them mercilessly with truncheons is not acceptable and never will be, Yeah, regardless of what we might think about this particular group. Of protesters, police brutality is just not on. Yeah. Anyone who thinks it's un- it's okay under these circumstances can hardly complain when they take to the streets over issues that are important to them and face a cop or cops who think they can roughly assault people and respond violently with little or no justification.
1: Oh, absolutely. This is something I've had to really reflect on recently because I've gone through all the stages and most of the stages were anger. And my first thought was we need to, like, make new laws to make these people arrestable. We can't keep this going on. And while we cannot let this continue because it's getting really weird, I mean, like, people in the chat are talking about getting guns and shit. Like, it's just, it's kicking off way too hard. And there needs to be some scalps in the leadership. Yes. As we said in the Police Powers episode... Once you give up your freedoms, they don't tend to come back. A lot of back. these COVID That's things right. are, are temporary, and I believe they are. I believe the legislators when they say it. But when it comes to protesters and when it comes to the cops who are a law upon themselves in the fucking parliament. And, and the states of emergency,
0: absolutely they are. Yeah. They
1: will, like just like those Olympic laws that have stayed, and the reason why those motherfuckers put me in an arm lock at Bloody Spring Loaded. Ah, we're always going to come back to that. Back to that.
0: You, are, you, 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 you are a victim, Joe. We are, are a victim. we are. We uh, are free to wash and I'll,
1: I will not let that go. But that's a thing here. You know, we can't get too, uh, uh, you know, caught up in the idea of cheerleading police right now because no. at the end of the day, these motherfuckers are a bullip in history. They're going to get bored of activism, and they're going to go back to saying how we should crack the skulls of Extinction rebellion kids in what, a year? And they won't even realize the irony because these people can't type their shoes. They're fucking morons. So don't yeah. give up your rights.
0: Yeah, it's just just uh, important to be consistent about these sorts of things. But there has been some good news, Joel. Yes, and yes, it's there uh, has. very, very hot off the press.
1: And to finish off the segment, we have some really good news here. Courtesy of Sassy Cat on Twitter who alerted us to the arrest of Harrison McLean, Arian Wunderkid, an admin of the Melbourne Freedom Rally group for incitement. Oh, mm. incitement again. Stop oh, inciting wow. people and maybe you'll stop getting arrested for it. He immediately put up a fundraiser for his legal costs, as usual, and is looking for $50,000, which should get him Good a luck. decent silk, maybe QC, and let's face it, when he goes to jail, some tins of canned chicken. No, Gotta we don't love know that. that. We Gotta don't. love that canned chicken. <laughs> to be honest, I eat it out of jail. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's managed to raise $1,001 this morning, the $1 comes from an anonymous donor who said, and I quote, all you deserve, you scumbag. Pay for your own legal defense. If you're going to be an idiot, don't take people's money, Ooh. which I like. It's,
0: <laughs> that's, a do- that's a dollar's worth of insult. I'd pay that.
1: It feels good. It feels good. I feel like it could have been Lucky Lance, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It could have been Lance. Harrison really fucked on the weekend, really like, you know, changing dates Ooh, yeah. and locations and just, just erratic stuff. He really brought out his inner meth head there. And Craig Pitbull Cole showed his upset with him, making a video of himself expressing his feelings toward Ooh, Harrison yeah. while not naming him. And also did it while driving Because that's what Sob sits just seemed To really like
0: <laughs> I wasn't sure if he was Parked or not But the I people Have gone hard Always He's, recording He the has car. feelings
1: He has feelings About Harrison He Arizona. does And concerns The Melbourne Freedom Rally You fucking Little prick Now the person That operates that page Has other people Around him Now I'm telling you this now You're either Too fucking stupid To realise That the but the kid running it is no good. He's either a, a police operative or, he, or he's fucking stupid. One and this is two. how movements like this wind up. They eat themselves from within. It's inevitable. The internal bickering and that self-awareness that comes with the realisation that you're in a cult and you're being fleeced by con men, <laughs> it's going to be a really rude awakening for some, some quite angry individuals. You but it's going to be very nice funny shit. for us. And as usual, we are going to keep you posted on how all of that unfolds because it's going to be hilarious. It's just yeah, crazy.
0: the pitbull. Angry, angry man. It's and so another non-demo news, the soft sits have been out and about soft sitting in Adelaide, Joel.
1: Yeah, they sure have. They really have. On the day after the children were rescued from a bloodthirsty Dan Andrews and the child trafficking tunnels were blown up by US Marines and heroic tradies on paid <laughs> holidays. <laughs> Hooray! Property on Muggy Road in Sandy Creek, Adelaide has been raided after a routine police check was met with a hostile Uh-oh. response. Routine firearms check. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm hmm Six police officers in two squad cars turned up for what was meant to be a routine check, but probably was on a bit of high alert. And the reason for that is because no. these people are properly cooked. I mean, uh, they're and not... And armed. So, they're not subtle. So yeah. When,
0: when, yeah. When, when police cars go out in that number, they're, they're obviously aware that there are firearms on the premises.
1: And they're concerned that maybe they might use them. Um, so the property itself has three signs on the front. And just to give you a bit of a paraphrase, because it's a long-wind bullshit. This is just a sample. Notice to all who seek to enter here. Absolutely no entry to any individual who is working for or loyal to the satanic state. Absolutely no entry to any individual or entity operating under the fraudulent maritime admiralty predatory system of Luciferian law. (laughs) Try saying that three times. Yeah, oh, absolutely, mate. I, I am absolutely out. I can't. I can't do it. I'm actually an entity operating on these things.
0: I've been living under Luciferian <laughs> law for a very long time. I wouldn't be allowed to enter the premises.
1: No, not at all. No, not at all. Very Rolling Stones sort of shit here. I like it. So there's heaps more shit about divine rights, banking corporations, and oh, pedophiles. Yes, you know. It's, it it's usual stuff mm. at this point. And it's a bit of a red flag, no pun intended. Oh, go there. Very good job. Very, yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah and officers left the property fairly casually and then called in the stormtroopers from the star group, seizing 13 firearms after a two-hour standoff. Bit of a long chat there. That's
0: the good news. The couple,
1: Toby Lockyer and Solange Goods, are self-described hippies and have another sign on the property calling themselves the People's Peace Alliance. Okay, (laughs) cool. That's that's great. Mm. So in a video immediately following the routine check, Solange, or Solly, explained why they're armed to the fucking teeth. Solange stated in a very reassuring tone that we reserve our guns as part of our right to self-defense because we've got a lot of predators, you know, that are pedophiles and that work. Oh, pedophiles. well, there you go. Yeah, going to shoot yeah, those pedophiles. Yeah, who yeah. work for pedophiles. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much how this plays out. It actually is. So she claimed the cops had no jurisdiction and they had rights under divine law, whatever that fucking means. Just make it up as you go, I suppose. And I bet the cops love that. I mean, they love this sort of stuff. They're, they're they're all about it. So as usual, when they came, she gave the cops this gibberish on paper and tried to get them on side. They always try and get them on side. Join us. Join us. Yeah, yeah. it's a great thing. you know. We've got all this property. We've got guns. You go shooting together. So... They wanted a meeting with the Honest Police, whatever that even means. And then, of course, they're saying that they're all pedophile protectors that steal children through the Department of Child Protection in South Australia. So hmm. I don't know, like Honest Police stealing children. Nah. But it looks like at the end of the day, we've got a fan of Karen Brewer here who's just cooked her brain on the internet. Oh, it's
0: good. It's very Karen Brewer. Very Karen Brewer.
1: Super Karen Brewer vibes. Her videos, or at least the audio over an image that I watched, are completely cooked. Casual references to violence with a bunch of platitudes about natural law, divinity, and of course, peace, love, and <laughs> light. It's always yeah. peppered with bullshit. So the husband Lockyer was granted bail, charged with various firearms offenses, but Solange was not. When asked why he was, the genius legal brain said, you would have to ask them that. But I mean, like, look, this is speculation, but the reason for this, I would say, is that she's being charged with threatening to cause harm to five officers, <laughs> hindering police, and assaulting an emergency service worker. No, no, no. I don't want to speculate no matter before the court's here. No. But I have a feeling that Solange might be the more peeled half of this happy little couple. Mm. Kai Lockyer, their son, described them as pretty normal people, hippies. Oh, well, there you
0: go. Just, they're just,
1: no. Normal. No. No. Not no. just normal. No. Not just normal. No, Kai. No. Not normal. Nothing about this is normal. If you think this is normal, maybe you should have been taken by protective services. I don't know. Scenes outside the magistrate's court when she was seeking some sort of bail application was a bizarre little picnic of badly dressed lunatics sitting on the ground, <laughs> showing support of their little pilled mate. Lockyer was not happy to see that bail was denied and that she will remain in jail until her hearing in January. Yeah, it's going to be a while. Anger and emotion outside court. No, they're pedos. And we've got it all you f- with. solange good's husband irate, hearing his wife will stay behind bars until January. Let's I mean, burn the f- f- She has no hate in her heart for people. She wants the best for souls and humanity. We don't want
0: to be at war, but warn your colleagues if you know if they send in the big guns, we will defend ourselves because we're not going to hand ourselves over to people we do not trust that work for pedophiles. We reserve our guns as part of our right to self-defence because we've got a lot of predators you know that are pedophiles and that work for
1: pedophiles one person was seen yelling into the drain <laughs> yeah, apparently this is a thing that. people do like you know like you they're yelling to drains
0: i've seen children try and pull that one off you know communicating to their, mate, to their mate who might be a quarter of a mile down the road it, yeah it, at, at another drowned face but she was actually trying to talk to someone in the cells or to the
1: yeah. in the cell. Just through I don't know. the drain. And I think she was just speaking in tongues anyway. So I mean, like, you know, I'm really just <laughs> not convinced it's going to work. No, it's so, probably not effective. According to a maid outside the courtroom, Goods has no hate in her heart for people. Mm. She just wants the best for souls and humanity. Like, what does that even mean? Now, this is somewhat contradicted by her statement toward police, stating in a video that we don't want to be at war, but war oh, you your go. colleagues, if they send in the big guns, we will defend ourselves because we are not going to hand ourselves over to people we don't trust that work for pedophiles.
0: Oh, there you go. There's a justification. Well, if your
1: boss is a pedo, it's
0: not good. They're pretty peaceful, but when it comes to pedophiles, it's just – Pick up the I rifle and start it. firing wildly.
1: It really follows the peace, love and light vibes that since the pandemic have really turned into peace, love and, you know, casual armed sedition. It's just amazing <laughs> how militarised hippies are these days. Like, the internet needs to be just fucking turned off. So, this is followed by the fact that she wasn't in court because she was causing shit in jail oh, and the corrections it? workers literally said, bring her into court, placing themselves in, like, personal danger. <laughs> so, she's got no hate in her heart. She's just a feral monster she's that a, even scares the screws in jail. She's,
0: she's, she's, very peace, she's a very peaceful, so peaceful, violent human being. Mm.
1: So peaceful. I just don't know. And also, just as a side note, in proper subsit manner, she refused legal representation. Good on her. Good on her. I, I think Freedom Farm is fucking hilarious. They call themselves a Freedom Farm. We're just going to end up with a Clive Bundy situation where, <laughs> you know... The Bundys stand in there. They get people to send them snacks on Patreon or some shit. We could do an entire episode on this woman. She's completely fucked and very funny. Oh. Maybe we will in January when her shit's all sorted out because yeah. she's fucking cooked. But let's just face it. I mean, if if you find someone who thinks everyone's pedophile, it's a red flag. It's just it's, it's a red flag. Yeah. It's no good.
0: Well, well, we're definitely going to be revisiting the Freedom Farm job. <laughs> and in other Freedom News,
1: Freedom
0: News... <laughs> Arizona Republicans concluded their audit of the 2020 presidential election on Friday and said in a letter to the Attorney General that the review's overall tally matched results from November.
1: What? Bullshit. Truth
0: is truth. Numbers are numbers, Arizona Senate President Karen Farn said at a Senate hearing on the review from Maricopa County, which found the numbers from the audit were close to the numbers from the November election, according to news agency Reuters. The numbers were, in fact, within a few hundred of what the original count in the county, which takes uh, in Arizona's major city, Phoenix, had come up with. And while there were a few clerical and admin problems identified by the audit company, Cyber Ninjas, including (laughs) that voter rolls require constant updates because of deaths and movements of voters... Other places outside of the county. Well, fucking dirt. <laughs> anyway, you know, I mean, it's just basic stuff. Maricopa, Maricopa County election officials, most of whom are GOP folk, most of them are red Republicans, yep. uh, responded to the partisan audit with a series of rebuttals on counting matters, but overall the audit did nothing but confirm that Biden had won the county and thus carried the state of Arizona.
1: What a waste of time and money.
0: It makes me think, Joel, is it possible, just possible, that Donald Trump's claims to have been cheated of a victory that was his in the 2020 presidential election are just steaming piles of horse shit? I'm just putting it out there.
1: I mean, Surely not, Jack. I, mean, I, I, Surely I, I think not. that's starting,
0: starting to look like a possibility. Yeah. And by the way, insane Trump lawyer and conspiracy theorist, Lynn Powell, who had demanded Maricopa County decertify their results prior to the audit, now having seen the audit results, confirming the original count, he's now demanding Maricopa County <laughs> Decertify the results.
1: Yeah, just do it. Again. Yeah.
0: Uh what what can we say? Lynn is he's just not for turning, is he, Joel? He's a stubborn, he's just, boy. He's a he's stubborn boy. He's He's drawn a line in the sand, he's not moving. No, the man. Not. Has an indefatigable resolve not to accept truth in the face of overwhelming evidence, which is oddly compelling in a way and straight out delusional in a whole lot of other ways.
1: And he's still somehow a practicing lawyer. I just can't like yeah, the wheels of so justice longer. turn very slowly not on that, longer, that one. I wouldn't think what? What the fuck? So in related Trump news, idiot Fal son of the founder of the Trump empire, which is now a website selling overpriced Trump branded tat to market idiots, <laughs> Eric Trump, will be the keynote speaker at an anti-vax conference. Oh, no, it's Hooray. not anti-vax, it's just pro-choice. Hosted by cold-blooded grifters, motherfuckers. Cancer treatment fakers, I fucking hate these guys. They're the worst people. They capitalise on hope and they destroy people's lives. Ty and Charlie and Bollinger. I can't hate these people anymore. Yeah, look, friend of
0: the podcast, uh, Eric Trump, who has received two doses of a COVID-19 vaccine.
1: Yeah. uh, (laughs) Probably
0: after being beaten unconscious by his father to overcome his crippling chippinophobia will address the Motley Crew of anti-vax pandemic nutters who remain dangerously unkilled by COVID-19 infection.
1: Matter of time, matter of time.
0: Judy Mikovits, who went oh. viral in the winter of 2020, has the uh, as the star of the pandemic coronavirus disinformation video Correct. and has falsely claimed as many as 50 million Americans could be killed by the vaccine is also scheduled to speak just after cool. Eric Eric does the keynote Judy Mikovits lines them up after that uh, with a with big message of, his, of her own. I
1: must say, could be is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that sentence. Could be is just really really the linchpin <laughs> of that sentence. Could be killed. Oh, could not. Could be. Eric's, Who knows? Eric's
0: truly amongst the weirdos. In promotional copy for tickets to the convention, which range in price for, get this, Joel, from $197 to $997. Wow. The The Bollinger's promised the event will reveal, and I quote, the truth about vaccines.
1: Finally, the truth.
0: The Bollinger's have called the vaccine... A shot of poison and the COVID kill
1: shot. Bet they got it. Fucking bet they got it. Eric is
0: fully vaxxed, Joel. Eric's fully vaxxed and he's turned up there to talk about him. And presumably we'll count among the dead millions the Bollingers continue (laughs) to claim will be the human cost of the vaccine. How
1: do they do it?
0: Maybe, Maybe Eric... Just needs the coin.
1: Maybe he, was Fuck on, yeah,
0: he does. He does a bit. He was on Fox News last week complaining about receiving and I quote subpoena after subpoena. That's his life now, yes. and was recently ordered by a New York federal court judge, along with the rest of his family, to produce documents or hire an outside fir- firm to do so at the expense of the Trump family. Ooh. See, the New York investigation in the Trump family biz is heating up, and it's not looking good for young Eric. Who, as listeners will know, is a good looking
1: boy, though. Ah, absolutely. Except for those rashes.
0: Fine looking black. And today's conditional release program is proudly brought to you by Pointless Hollow Symbolism. Ideas (laughs) thrown up in the name of horseshit media marketing and published on social media to the rough, offensive, and very sweary abuse of the Twitter mob.
1: Yeah, Lee Sales doesn't like that. There the is no better
0: example than this one on the eve of the Festival of the Boot last Friday. Now, normally the festival would be held at the big cathedral at Punt Road in Melbourne, where Damn it right. belongs, quite frankly. But briefly right. and embarrassingly for the nation, the tryhards in, in Perth's Optus Stadium got the gig. What? And that meant Perth mayor and saviour of the Liberal Party in WA, where he's currently <laughs> shot the party's representation in public office. Uh, up from two to three, had an idea. (laughs) Basil's had an idea. And I read directly from his tweet, on the eve of the the grand final at Optus Stadium, at the 20-minute, 21-second mark in the first quarter of the AFL grand final, we're asking everyone in the stadium to stand for one minute and applaud. A nod to our friends around the country who are doing it tough and to let them know... We're with them in this difficult time. Uh. Let's do it, WA. Mm. So that was Basil's idea. <coughs> it didn't get off the ground because sadly no one listens and couldn't give a fuck about Basil or <laughs> <All laughs> his <laughs> half assed <laughs> ideas. But at least he had a crack, which is better than most of us can say.
1: Yeah.
0: And if you're successful in today's which black belt fuckwitch said that, Joel, you'll be the lucky recipient of an enforced standing ovation led by Perth Mayor mm-hmm. Basil Zampellas for one minute precisely around at your place, which no one will observe, and frankly, it will be embarrassing for all concerned. Yeah,
1: I'll take but it. But if you missed out today. Oh, no.
0: And they're really, there's some real tough ones today, I can tell you. Oh, no. But if you miss out, <laughs> and you miss out, you'll not only be pummeled around the head and shoulders with a carrot, possibly a stick... But Basil Zamperlis will pay you a visit, shame you, and write letters to newspapers demanding your removal from your home by force Fair. if necessary Fair. because of the deeply ugly and, frankly, smelly way you live.
1: We are beautiful in this house. I mean, Which is
0: Basil's solution to the homeless problem in Perth, by the way. Oh,
1: God, what a fucking prick. <laughs>
0: Basil's a man with a big heart. And with a little luck, that conditioned myocarditis, I think it is, will kill him sooner rather than later. Fingers crossed. Are you ready, Joe?
1: Am I fucking ever ready? Sure, just do it. All just right, here misery. we go.
0: Here's the quote, nice and short. 2021 is the new 1984.
1: Okay, does that mean I get reborn?
0: While you ponder all of this, I'd like to thank listener David, who also provided options, which, some, which our listeners never ever do, and we don't actually ask them to do that. But, oh, gee, at least list he provided.
1: Oh, so, so I can't read you on this one. I can't, like, do my usual thing of, like, sussing you out and figuring yeah, out Yeah, David, David, David did all the
0: hard work on question oh, one. And all right, so David,
1: let's, let's do this, Dave. Option. I'm, I'm you.
0: Was it former coal miner who states NASA has falsified climate data to exaggerate global warming? Little, little, fond <laughs> Senator Malcolm Roberts?
1: It's like you wrote it yourself.
0: Was it? Serial hater of crockery, convict, <laughs> and bankrupt who unfortunately lost a bid to overturn a conviction related to forced bankruptcy reporting that ended his short political career in the first place. But just last month, he, he's convicted again. The one and only, thank God, Rodney Cullerton. Brilliant. Or was it former Liberal right-wing faction power broker currently gnawing on horse paste, Craig Kelly? <laughs> ang, 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 ang. Mm. Watch out for those farts there, Craig. They're killers. <laughs> or was it the public face of the little-known and even less understood fetish of chair-sniffing? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's not kink-shame the guy. That's Human sexuality is right. a broad spectrum, after all. <laughs> And we all know who it is. Former WA Treasurer Troy Buswell. The bus!
1: I tell you what, mate. If if Jack quits, David, you're you're the next co-host of this fucking show. This is some cracking options. You did really well. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, look. Uh, who's re- uh, who's irrelevant slash relevant enough? I want to go with Craig Kelly because people listen to him right now.
0: Yay! Yes! Well done, yes! Joel. You. Cr- that was hard. You cracked that one. Yeah, brilliant. And you might have uh, had some sort of uh, uh, subconscious uh, memory of Craig Kelly photographing himself on his Telegram page, reading an old weather-beaten right. copy of uh, of 1984.
1: Reading? That's that's a generous word. <laughs> no, look,
0: it, it does actually look like he's almost finished it. And oh, it looks-
1: he's borrowed it off a friend who read it and he's just flicked it to the middle page and gone, this is this a love story? I fucking hate this. <laughs>
0: well, it is a love story. Mm. Um, sort of a love story. And well, it's got What, what, what Craig wouldn't have, and one Twitter <laughs> No, it wasn't on Twitter, follow, but some, you know it was Twitter. It was definitely it was done not on Telegram. It was done on Twitter because one Twitter uh, wag wrote back to him, say, "You do know all the was a socialist, don't you?" <laughs> <laughs> and Kelly just blocked him. That's what he
1: does. Yeah, he's not big on free, free does, speech these days. Does, yeah. Kelly gave free speech a good crack, and I respect him for doing it. But it didn't work out for him. He realised that free speech is not the way to go. He's, he's backtracked so, hard on that.
0: Not so big on it now, though. No, no. Not at no, uh, all. Now he's more into... spamming people with his bullshit.
1: And defamation lawyers at his hand all the time. Oh,
0: <laughs> my reputation's been harmed
1: by your tweets. <laughs> Who
0: are raring to go.
1: Fucking
0: all awesome. right, so one out of one. Well done. Yeah. I tell you, they get harder. This. They really Oh, <laughs>
1: <harder this way. laughs> really?
0: Question two. Another shortish quote. The capital has been stormed by patriots. We're oh. here for this reason. We are winning. We are at war. Unquote. Oh, ominous. Was it idiot fail center of the former Trump empire, which is now really just a website with some lovely bric-a-brac on sale? <laughs> He's a good-looking boy, though. Eric Trump. There he is, yeah. Was it former Q shaman now just ordinary run-of-the-mill shaman. Currently awaiting, awaiting sentencing after copying a plea deal for storming the Capitol, Jacob <laughs> Chansley, a.k.a. Jake Angeli. Was it cancer grifter responsible for the deaths of more cancer patients than I can count? but makes a very nice living out of it, Charlene Bollinger.
1: Everyone's got to make a wage. If that's at the expense of others, <laughs> sure. so be it. You know, you Hitmen have their place. Have to,
0: have to follow your dreams. Oh, uh, or was it Michael Flynn, subterranean fighter for freedom, clearer of tunnels, and your communal garden pedophiles' worst nightmare, <laughs> Michael Flynn?
1: I fucking reckon it was Michael Flynn. Give it to me. Come on.
0: Oh. It was actually Charlene Bollinger. and I, I did not know this until very recently. But she was actually at the Capitol. She was no there? side. Ty went up the stairs and waited, apparently for some reason—or well, that's yeah. the explanation. Waited outside for an invitation, just in case <laughs> anyone was going to charge him with trespass. And but Charlene was around the corner, avoiding some of the uglier there you scenes. Go. There so you there go. she was, and that—that so that was the message she sent up to the world. The capital has been stormed by patriots. We're here for this reason. We are winning. We are... Ah. Uh, uh, it's
1: close with no cigar.
0: So, so... <laughs> well, uh, Basil St. Pellis has headed to your place for one reason or another. We just don't know which one.
1: <laughs> we don't know which one, yeah.
0: <laughs> so we're going to question three. Right,
1: on a coin toss. Let's see. This is a beautiful quote.
0: The pedophiles now have the White House.
1: Oh, wow, so much to unpack.
0: Was that Colorado congressperson, Gun Tota, who along with her husband has been the subject of more domestic violence police call-outs than most people can count, Marjorie Taylor <laughs> Greene? <laughs> or was it Mark McMurtry, a.k.a. Oh. Gunum Buddy Jacamara, Indigenous Australian self-sit, just a free man walking the land? Who does not observe the laws of the land, etc., etc. Ooh,
1: that's spicy. Was
0: it dead pedophile Dolly Dunn, whose ghost might be haunting the White House right now? Yeah, possible. Or was it entrepreneur, founder of Healthy Lifestyle Supplement Company, uncorkliving.com, and board member for Black Voices for Trump? Uh 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 currently banned from American airline flights for refusing to wear a mask, David Harris Jr.
1: Good. The pedophiles uh, look, now have the White House. I'm going to go out of curiosity with Mark McMurtry. <laughs> Hooray! Where have you been hanging out recently, Jackie boy?
0: I know, it's a ripper, isn't it? And uh, yes, in fact, well done, Joel. Yes, it was in fact Mark McMurtry. Indigenous Australian solvers sit Just a free man strolling about. <laughs> Not bothering anybody.
1: But where, where have you been to, listening to Mark Murtry saying anything?
0: Ah, oh, well, look, he was quoted just, uh, 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 well, obviously in the wake of the Biden victory, and that was his that was his quote. Nice I, I actually did throw in David Harris there because it's very, very funny. He was uh, uh, scheduled to speak at yet another conference. This one, <laughs> they have so many. Patriot Double Down, which is a oh. straight-out QAnon conference. Uh, and due to be held at Caesars in Vegas until Caesars in Vegas management went and looked, had a look at him and went, we don't want those fucking people here and no, telling them piss no. off. Very and wise, Now mate. they don't have a venue for their conference. Oh Aww. so two out of three, Joel. Excellent work, by the way. I thought you were gonna get you know, I thought that the the, the last one you got was a superb
1: piece of. Uh, I just wanted it to be him because I fucking can't stand my project.
0: Uh, yeah, but so you'll have <laughs> so you'll have the pleasure of having having Basil Palace around your house to sneer at
1: sneer at the way you live. I look forward to it. Fucking
0: And, Joel, in this week's Famous Last Words, you've got someone there who's particularly, particularly ironic.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, Recently, big news coming from Melbourne, as some people assuming that a native named Kyle Mitchell lost his life in the protest against Melbourne government. Murdered. The protest is going on for quite long time as the residents of Melbourne are standing against the Melbourne lockdown and anti-vaccine demonstration. Let us tell you that people gathered at the war memorial in Ooh. Melbourne.
0: This sounds like this, this sounds like one of your uh, telegram uh, yeah, <laughs> functional it, illiterates at work, here, Joel.
1: It I'm saying basically what Russian operatives did is just put a whole bunch of words <laughs> into a boggle machine. This is the big news coming around. from
0: Melbourne as some people assuming that a it's native arm, um, Kyle Mitchell, has lost his life. So oh, he's been ridiculous. murdered. This is what we're being told. Kyle Mitchell... Dead now.
1: It's a direct quote from one of the many obituaries I found online. And he's very much still alive. So basically what's happening is you've got all these sketchy bot mills and all these weird obituary sites that have all these really weird domain names posting these obituaries. And it just seems like there's a psyop up behind this. Anyway, the reports of his death... Have been greatly exaggerated, and they came from essentially from a video where he was filmed with zero context, covered in blood, saying his skull had been cracked, and he was not in a good way. He'd been murdered. He had it was you know it was his last words. His famous last words were "My skull's being cracked." Which, to be honest, if I was in the same situation and I died from it, that would be me. I'd be like, "My skull's cracked." (laughs) It wouldn't be smart. I've been murdered. I wouldn't say something like you know, oh. To feel is to live. I'd be like, my fucking head's cracked. <laughs> Look at all the blood. This isn't good. It wasn't <laughs> worth it. So instantly, as usual, anti-lockdown minds went straight to police violence. I mean, it's, it's not a ridiculous conclusion to make, but as usual, they just painted a picture and called it fact. And mm. anger, which is the currency of the anti-lockdown movement, spread through social media like fire. People were and still are because they're incredibly stupid and don't do their fucking research furious at victorian police for shooting a young man and leaving him to die
0: murdered murdered that young man the victorian police did
1: this went across the world i mean like these stories (laughs) were insane everyone just made it up and just claimed it as fact so there's this vacuum of information following this video so kyle pops up to say he was alive oh not murdered no no he wasn't he woke up in hospital didn't know what happened he was alive. So, of course, this dent to the narrative set by idiots who claimed it was a different person and started to post pictures of a man shot repeatedly at a protest in 2015 in Brazil. Like, <laughs> do they not realize you can do reverse image search? What is with these disinformation merchants and not putting like obvious changes in pictures so you can't reverse search? Fucking morons. But this is what these people do, you know, they're they're liars by by trade. As some people accepted the fact that he was not dead, he was, of course, still a victim of police violence.
0: Hadn't been murdered. And it was an attempted murder.
1: Exactly. And the thing is, is that at this point, it was actually fair to say it because he had no memory of the events. He simply woke up in hospital, had no idea what happened. And, of course, everyone's imaginations just ran wild. But the truth is much funnier than fiction. (laughs) Because reports on social media, which for me came from at Jordan Boehner, 161 on Twitter, who is absolutely yes. worth a follow. He is. They Good have man. been generally confirmed by Kyle himself is that he went into a bottle and tried to nick a pack of Smirnoff Double Blacks. Oh, a couple of, a
0: couple of mixes. He must be a tradie. He must be a Oh,
1: tra- and like, like, like it had to be a pack of Double Blacks, right? Like <laughs> fucking Smirnoff Double Blacks? Come on, Kyle. <laughs> just be better than that. Like, you know, nick a nice beer. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be stealing, I mean,
0: going to steal, expensive. steal something nice.
1: Yeah, you know, like, you know. But the thing is, the shopkeeper, who was fairly upset with this little moment of freedom-loving bravado...
0: Yeah, look, that might be a bit too much freedom. <laughs> yeah, it I think maybe he just took the freedom you literally... That Kyle would have no more freedom. Yeah,
1: well, it's no good. Well,
0: uh, yeah, we, we, well, as far as we can tell, the, the, the bottle has come out... <laughs> <laughs> and basically, bottled it.
1: Yeah, that's it. Hit him over the head with a bottle of plonk. And then, like, of oh, course, and the kid went down like a sack of shit, as you do when you're beaten over the head with a wine bottle. And his head was <laughs> cracked wide open, something like five stitches or so at his forehead. So, I haven't been able to find details of whether the shopkeeper will be charged. And I mean, that's like assault, occasionally actual bodily harm in anyone's books. But to my knowledge, no charge has been laid. And Carl's
0: pretty, Carl's pretty sketchy on <laughs> the
1: whole thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> so but his mates were there sure. and they posted on still Facebook the happened. entire story. It's very funny. So Carl's, Carl Mitchell's story is a wild example of how misinformation spread so much faster than the truth. Yeah. Had people known that he was a casualty of his own war, the Battle of the Smirnoff Double Blacks. <laughs> Which he lost. <laughs> Which he did lose decisively. <laughs> I don't think he would have become the instant martyr that unfolded. Now, just as a side hmm. note, just just as a thought there, someone's bought the pack of Smirnoffs that Kyle had wrenched from his bloody dead hands. <laughs> They're probably like singles in a bargain bin now because the pa- like the cardboard yeah, has the blood all over it. I would love to drink one of Karl Smirnoff double blacks in the, in the battle for Smirnoffs. But essentially, he wouldn't have become this instant martyr because, you know, he's being a petty thief and he got fucking, you know, nailed for it. To give an example of how the movement not only runs on misinformation, but thrives on it. The post from Carl himself that clarifies that he is alive got 20 shares. <laughs> and the one that clarifies it wasn't police violence had two. Now, (laughs) Dij Babette, some fucking random anti-lockdown shitbag who works in real estate, one of just a million who are all completely identical, who basically read off a fucking script, call us sheep, fuck you, made a post claiming that this was the result of police violence. 1,000 shit. 1,000? And it was about 800 the other day when I was looking into this story when everything had already been out in the open for some time, well after Kyle had (laughs) made it clear that it wasn't the cops, Yeah. original post completely unedited just left because, of course, only the evil mainstream media offer basic retractions when you are, you know, completely wrong about something. So, even then, on the original post, people claim he's changing his tune when he never actually claimed it was the police. They just made that up themselves. That's right. this is all for dubious reasons, like the police have murdered, forced him to make such a statement. Not the police. Not not murder. Not the police. And of course, <laughs> because the dickheads in the US have decided to use Australia as some weird blank canvas for their propaganda wars over there, because like we don't exist and they can yeah. just make up what we're thinking. Kyle yeah. is indeed dead, and yeah. the cops just straight up shot him, which is funny because like apparently Americans relate to that. Oh yeah, like police <laughs> do shoot people. That's totally for, fucking normal. for some
0: reason. Yeah, yeah,
1: just ah, oh, you know, being black in public usually. So. Kyle himself is not a proper movement type. And it's funny because in the comments that comes super obvious because he sees these people saying this wacky shit and his mates are like, bro, are you seeing this is like, dude, I can't believe how fuck these guys are. But he's just a 20 something. who's fed up with spending his best years locked in the house. And I can feel that. Look, I disagree with his childish manner of resolving the issue by taking to the streets during a pandemic. But he's a fucking kid, you know? What are you going to do? Boys with blo- boys, all that sort of shit.
0: Yeah, and to his considerable credit, he's gone out there and rather than sort of milk it or start yep. a go-fund me page. Or, That's it, you know, yep. 100%. He's basically said, no, 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 not murdered. And not not hit by the police. So
1: yeah. was, He said altercation with a, a shopkeeper, which is a the, nice I way of putting it. I walked in the
0: bottle with, with, some, <laughs> with, with some bad ideas.
1: He had an altercation. And that's, that's a nice way of putting it. He's very diplomatic. So I would say at the end of the day, this story has resolved itself. Kyle's not a bad guy. He's not a bit murdered. of a petty thief. He's a bit of not a fucking murdered. moron. He's a bit of a prick. But the worst thing, and Kyle you've got to stop this, is the double blacks. Yeah. I mean, come on, mate. That I'm is you disgusting. You that. What were you I'm thinking? I'm with you on that. That's fucking disgusting. Move on, Kyle. You're not, nice you're not 18 anymore. Or, or maybe you are. Just yourself
0: a nice single malt, son. Back, yeah, just, just sip Nick it some craft beer. If they
1: were double black beers, i would be
0: <laughs> And we start. This week's anti vax update with the stats as per, and the global stats are 44.3% of the world's population has received at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. That's 6.1 billion doses that have been administered and 29.41 million now administered every day. And that speaks of that next stat that we're about to get to. We've gone up point three of a percent in low-income Eight. countries. They're now sitting at two point two percent. Now, uh, that twenty nine point four one million administered was just a month ago uh, around forty five million. Yeah. So we're seeing most of the developed world getting their vaccines, and the un- undeveloped world missing out. Ah, uh, oh, fuck it. I mean, you know, they'll figure it out. As barely, barely nudged uh, the vaccination rate meter. Two point two percent of low income countries around the world have received at least one dose. And we might just uh, quickly, briefly mention the fact that Biden made an announcement this week while he was with uh, Scotty Morrison, that guy, you know, that guy from Australia. Oh, yeah, that guy. Sometimes wears a shirt. The
1: holiday uh, guy.
0: Yeah, anyway, so so Biden has, has agreed to uh, uh, deliver half a billion doses to um, to the developed world and Morrison... Yeah, not bad. Morrison chimed in with 20 million, oh, um, which voice. I guess is just sort of vaguely pulling our weight. Uh, Meanwhile, in Australia, more than 75% of the eligible Australian population have received their first dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. Right. Uh, The federal government said uh, the nation has hit the the milestone of a little over 50% of over 16s being now fully vaxxed, 50.95% as of the 25th of September. In All New right. South Wales, 85.2% of residents have had their first jab and 592 are now fully vaccinated. Victoria at 769 and 47 Queensland moving along, 634 uh, single dose and 445 Fully vaxed. Sixty-five uh, point six percent of South Australians have uh, got uh, their single dose, and forty-seven point one fully vaxed. Western Australia slow out of the box, but they're sort of shadowing Queensland. They got sixty-three <laughs> percent single jab, and forty-four point five fully vaxed. The ACT under lockdown. Um, 85.9% of people have had one dose and 60.3 are fully vaxxed. Up in the NT it's 64.9% one dose and uh, 50.7 fully vaxxed and down below in Australia's vagina. Uh, Tasmania has been <laughs> has seen 74.3% of people uh, having their first dose with 55.7 Fully jabbed. And place, maybe some of those rather excellent figures, all things considered, given the fucked up rollout and the bullshit messaging around AstraZeneca. These are excellent figures, but maybe, just maybe these figures have been amplified, Joel, by vaccines given to anti-vax protesters in the form of non-lethal police responses. Yep. It's, pepper uh, bullets with vaccine in them.
1: It's plausible. I mean I've heard I've heard this is legit. So in a very funny exchange very funny. on Telegram, I posted on Twitter, it's, you know, it's got done the rounds a bit. Thanks, Dan, for mentioning that on Irrational Fear. It turns <laughs> out that the Pepper Bullets. The police have been firing at protesters actually contained the vaccine. Don't know which vaccine, you know, could be one of them. That, that, they don't really tend to delineate. It's just the vaccines are bad. The source of this information, well, Jim Peters claimed on Telegram that a cousin of his went to school with a cop and he told ah, me Ah,
0: so. well, that's, yeah, that's, that's an implacable
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, that's it. My cousin went to a school with a cop. He told me all sorts of things. It's great. So <laughs> upon seeing this young N, very ambiguous name, started to worry. Was the vaccine also in the pepper foam? Oh, now, he copped a face full at the protest, and he's been feeling a little bit weird yeah. ever since, which, let's face colour. it, might be COVID. Uh, but was it the vaccine? Now, he issued an appeal to his learned friends on Telegram, and I quote, if they gave me the vaccine, what can I do? What cancels it out of me? <laughs> now, this is desperate times. They call for desperate measures. He yeah. was stressing for reals. That's his word. remedies.
0: On You've got to go to the home remedy.
1: Oh, you got to. So what other choice have you got? So he decided to drink hot vinegar. Hoping that might push the experimental gene therapy out of his body. Mm, mm, yes, yeah, nice hot no, cup of delicious vinegar. That's Probably not going to do it. Did he even dilute it? I mean, there's so many. There's more questions than answers Mister N.
0: A lot of questions.
1: So later, our friend Mister N had heard that vinegar stops the vaccine. Don't know where you heard that, champion. And he was going to drink two liters of it, Ooh, and he was feeling a bad. lot better already. That's that's real good. <laughs> and uh, he really he chugged down two liters of the good old home brand shit. <laughs> sort, of, sort of half doubling down. He claimed that he, in fact, had three litres over the course of two days, wow. really making sure that that shit was just burned out of his system. Yeah, I might just take this opportunity to
0: talk about the effects of overexposure to acetic acid, which is yeah. found in vinegar. Uh, the sort of symptoms uh, young that might be looking at are irritation, itching, gastrointestinal upset. You better believe it. <laughs> Possible mutagenic <laughs> and reproductive effects. Uh oh. Yep. Yep. Dermatitis. <laughs> That's the least of your troubles. Weight loss, liver <laughs> impairment, convulsions, and breathing difficulty. It
1: sounds like COVID.
0: But at least he won't be protected from COVID 19 infection.
1: <laughs> yeah, fuck. Who was that? Who wants protection from COVID 19? <laughs> I-, I love getting sick. And let's say it, so. he's going to be looking svelte for summer. With all that weight loss, I mean, it's a bit of a shame about the rash. But yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. The dermatitis is not going to be a big, uh, (laughs) be a big favourite with the ladies. Anyway,
1: rash vest with no, no pun intended.
0: How's the lawyer's picnic going, Joe? You've been keeping a close eye on it.
1: Oh, it's going fucking great. So it has been a fairly quiet week on the lawsuit front with Hocroft bowing out of proceedings and people on Telegram starting to realise that Hocroft didn't actually win a case. Uh-oh. That post was spreading like wildfire across usual channels by some fucking hippie idiot. Claimed the settlement was actually a concession by the government. That the yeah. vaccine mandate was in fact no. illegal. Tell you what, there's a few people who do not want that thought going around in people's heads. So the reality of the situation was strongly rebuffed by the solicitors who were relying on mandatory vaccination laws to continue milking money from idiots. I saw today that Buckley had a fundraiser in South Australia which earned $62,000. And after, surprise, surprise, they failed to get past initial proceedings. Mm. So I'm just going to take a wild guess and say you just kept the rest of the money. You know, It's good for a day's work. Buckley's big lunch, though. The no jab, no job, no way fundraiser is at four hundred and seventy nine thousand dollars as of Sunday the twenty sixth, and it is fucking growing. So what are oh, they getting for their money? Mm. I couldn't fucking believe this, honestly. In a mention on Friday afternoon, Buckley started bringing out the big guns, and this time in the form of a subpoena to the premier herself, Gladys Berejiklian. That's not.
0: That's not going to work.
1: Well, look, it gets even worse. So I was listening to the proceedings in the car going home from work. I haven't seen too much commentary, so please forgive any mistakes I've made here. This is honestly just from memory when I was driving home. Why would I offer this disclaimer? I'm still kind of stunned this was a thing, and I feel like maybe I was, like, hallucinating. <laughs> like, it's just, just so weird. So, Dr. Had Harkis... You, had
0: you been drinking vinegar at the time, Joe?
1: I fucking probably was. Someone slipped a Mickey in my tea. So... Dr. Harkis, the lawyer or the barrister for Buckley, proposed to the court that Barry and said on Sunrise, yes, the morning TV show, that's the basis (laughs) for this thing, that they did not have the legal power to mandate vaccines. This is not a Hansard. This is on Sunrise. Sunrise.
0: Yeah. It
1: wasn't clear whether she stipulated this was even population-wide or limited to specific industries or trades or anything. There was no No indication of the context of the statement. It was just just, Mm. we can't mandate vaccines. We don't have the legal power. So, Buckley got really excited by this and briefed his barrister to charge ahead with this ridiculous fucking claim which honestly is concerning on many levels including the you know legal uniform rules. So Gladys said this on breakfast television and to say this she must have been speaking on advice. That's their angle. So Gladys wouldn't say we don't have legal the legal capacity to mandate vaccines unless she knew what she was talking about. So basically what they seem to be doing is subpoenaing her to tell them the advice you were speaking on. Like, they don't have a case, and they're like, Oh, Gladys, can you make a case for us? Because apparently, you know something we don't. Like, could you just hook us up with some of that cool legal information you get from those lawyers that are better than us? Like, I don't know. I don't know what they're going for. There are about infinity reasons why infinity. this is insane. Oh, mm. it's just so lots fucking bizarre. In other words, lots. Let's face it. Gladys doesn't need to tell you what her lawyers have told her. That's a thing that I didn't learn from law school. I learned that from TV. <laughs> like what it's the fuck privileged. Yeah. yeah. It's mm. We did discuss it in law school, but I first learned it on TV. And yeah. secondly, what the fuck kind of legal basis is she said it on Breakfast TV? Like, is that a second reading speech of legislation? Is that some kind of statutory interpretation tool I didn't learn in school? Like, what the fuck? Like, seriously, they're going to have to start revising fucking first year law school by saying, and look, so you can look at second reading speeches, but also look to Breakfast TV to truly find the intention of the regulation (laughs) they're putting in place. In
0: in an interview to the cash cow. Like, uh,
1: what the fuck? exactly. (laughs) she said casually on the street so peter king the barrister from new south wales called it a stunt and suggested that it may be professional misconduct Eh, kind of agree i'm still absolutely amazed that buckley has a practicing certificate and while i think he should be struck off immediately personal opinion i will not lie if this is how the proceedings are going to go forward from here onwards i want him to stay around i'm going to enjoy every fucking minute of this (laughs) this is a clown show of Epic proportions. Way more ridiculous than I expected. And I was expecting a lot. They are having another hearing next week at some point. I don't know, but I can't be able to dig up the date. But fuck me. It's going to be so funny.
0: Oh, and look, Joel, there's something else happened to this this week. Monica Smith is out on bail. Freedom!
1: She sure She's enjoying is.
0: some freedom.
1: It's about time, mate. I I was I was getting tired of her being in jail. It was an injustice. Oh, sorry. That was George Christensen told me to say that. So our very own Nelson Mandela has been released on bail after the 27 odd days on remand. Not quite Nelson Mandela, but getting close. Uh, couple of years short. Sure. A couple of years. couple of years. So Monica famously rejected her bail conditions, claiming they were too onerous, but decided once the donations had come in and she'd lost a bit of weight, which she absolutely has. She was apparently fasting in there. She would sign off. And have a sandwich. I hope so, because the $300,000 in donations that we know of at least buys you a lot of sandwiches and a ring as well. Because her partner Morgan Jonas, Aww. who looks like he has scurvy, met her outside the jail to propose her, flashing her a ring outside the Dame Phyllis Frost Aww. Correctional Facility. It Viva
0: is, l'amour!
1: Isn't it it's, it's, it's such a textbook lockdown movement thing to do to propose outside a fucking jail? I mean, they yeah. think that's romantic. It's the most gross thing. Remember that time they proposed you after you got Beautiful. in jail? Gross. So there it is, guys. We're going to have a royal wedding. Yay. And as PO put it on Facebook, it is the Princess Diana of Pakenham. I don't have a royal <laughs> joke for Morgan because he just looks like a low-rent criminal who lives off two-minute noodles and meth. But, I mean, first comes love. Then comes marriage, then comes the baby, and the baby carriage, right? Well, we know Monica's a bit of a god-botherer. We know how much these idiots love children. So let's face it, there's no protection, and there's tons of kids. The idea of Monica and Morgan as your parents just strikes fear into my heart. That poor fucking child. And what's the bet? They'll get her knocked up so they can bitch and moan about her being pregnant in jail. Like that's a new thing. To just raise more money for no actual reason, you know, put the kid through private school. I don't know let them pick themselves there is so much to look forward to with these guys maybe reality tv show i don't know but Keeping up with the Jonases is going to be a wild fucking ride. No
0: oh, love will find a way, Joel. It's just warm enough here <laughs> Yeah, beautiful it stuff. Will. And finally, in drift. our AV update, we turn the nailed finger of blame at the ridiculous fluoros for closing down a Melbourne CBD health site, which, among other things, provides health services for those doing it tough. Yeah, fuck them. Including those living rough on the streets. Fuckers, fuckers, fuckers. fuckers a fuckers. community clinic and a, and a city vaccination centre were forced to close and they're known as co-health. And they closed uh, claiming that in recent days its workers had been spat on, had liquids hurled on them and Probably been is. heckled by the mob yeah, marauding around the streets of Melbourne at the moment.
1: Just can't. I mean, and,
0: and including, the, including an instruction to workers when they do reopen that please don't, please don't wear your, your, a branded uniform or your scrubs, your branded scrubs, uh, to work, come, and, come into insane? work and get changed because, you know, that, that That's way insane. you'll be a target for these clowns.
1: Insane. We do not live in a society where people in scrubs are targeted. That's just – how yeah, do we fucking so get wrong. here, man?
0: Yeah, look, uh, your body, your choice. I mean, go and get fucked. I mean, these, these clowns don't want others to vaccinate, including those who are battling hardest. You know, you fucking scumbag anti-vaxxers. This is why we hate you.
1: Amen. 100%. Fuck.
0: Well, it's been a huge week, Joel, but we have to stop and take a breath. And while we pause to respire deeply through our nostrils, breathing in, breathing out, <laughs> there's one man who won't be having a lie down. He always has huge weeks. Such busy He's guy. Each one getting bigger. Not for him, a bit of deep breathing on the couch. He's up and about, packing even more stuff in. It's time to sit back in quiet awe and ponder the week in Pete Evans.
1: It has been yet another huge week in Pete Evans. Pete absolutely smashing the share button. Posting conspiracy memes to his flock of sheep, who found it very difficult to reconcile when he calmed his farm and stopped throwing truth bombs to his idiot followers. And in the absence of a comment section, Telegram users have taken it upon themselves to replace the real Pete Evans comment section with something of a sextile equivalent in the form of a Chef Pete Evans chat group. Wow. This is a bunch of spam and bullshit, the usual nonsense, you bots and crap like that, with a few little sad pleas saying, "Is Pete Evans here?" <laughs> no, he isn't. He's, he's not there. Too it's busy. Not
0: he- too no, busy. So,
1: someone just made up a channel and called it Pete Evans, and now you think he's there because of free speech, you fucking idiots. So, he's too busy for so, that. Yeah, well, he's too busy doing the stuff we talk about, which is the real shit. Since he casually implied that he won't be accepting his invitation to the Senate, mm. Pete is back posting brainworms to fuckwits and sharing clips from his true love, Tucker Carlson. We knew he was he, back. Good he stuff. He fucking loves Tucker. This is a quote from old Pete here. It's so simple, and all it takes is to listen to Tucker speaking sense for 15 seconds, which is about <laughs> as much as I can handle, to be honest. Yeah, There is nothing yeah. more to it than this right here. There is no debate or argument that can trump this statement, showing his confirmation bias Ooh, in the fucking pun, while. <laughs> yeah, unintended. intended. It. Except the government and unhealthy health experts want you to believe in superstition and witchcraft. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ. And a few emojis thrown in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's got his usual little fucking rainbow Rainbows peace sign and, and the and heart and thing.
0: Heart Piss and off you and wake peace up. symbols and stuff. Yeah.
1: So this has got to be the most bizarre quote I've seen in a long time. In Western medicine as superstition and witchcraft. <laughs> do you just try and fucking gaslight me, you piece of shit? How do you say this with a straight face? I just genuinely don't know how you are either. Stupid or lying, it's just fucking insane. Mm-hmm. He posted a meme about the Chantix recall, which is a drug that Pfizer manufactures to help people stop smoking. And the meme says, quote, Pfizer's Chantix, anti smoking drug, being recalled for carcinogens 15 years after FDA approval. Let that sink in. Ooh, mm-hmm. very powerful. I think it's yeah, called I
0: Champix, d- but anyway.
1: <clears throat> I actually thought the same, but it's not.
0: Oh, that, Look, it, it's probably manufactured under a, a, yeah a slightly different label
1: yeah Australia. i i looked it up and i was like what the fuck chantix is champix but yeah so basically what happened here is i did some research because that's what you guys are all about you like right. research right like Do you know research, i let it sink great. in Did some fucking research so chantix or champix which if i remember correctly has actually got some pretty sketchy side effects i remember back in the day i looked at them like "Ooh, that looks bad was recently recalled due to the presence of nitrosamines. Now, this is a chemical which is found in tobacco smoke, also in fried foods, and smoked meats. You like smoked meats, Pete. Let that fucking sink in, you <laughs> cockhead. The levels found were trace amounts, which were only detected due to improved safety technology implemented by the company themselves. Oh, fuck me. Drug companies actually do have safety standards. They're they're awful people, but they do run by a decent book of safety standards. Well, unless it's against their profit motives. That's all the story. But it's not even the drug itself. It's not the fucking drug. The generic versions are fine. It's a manufacturing issue. And even then, Chaintix is prescribed for around nine months, which is a long time, but apparently not enough to seriously increase the risk of cancer at these rates of nitrosamines found in the fucking pills. So despite this minimal risk, Pfizer recalled the drug in an abundance of caution and it's a fucking voluntary recall they didn't even have to do it so hey pete you post misleading bullshit in your telegram without context or further insights because it suits your dumb fuck agenda you're a lying piece of shit who spends his life trying to scare the shit out of people so they see you as some kind of savior because your malignant narcissism turned you into a fucking cult leader how about you let that sink in you fucking prick and you have been listening to the
0: Condition Release Program with your host, Jack the Insider and Joel Hill. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. And if you've enjoyed our bullshit, throw us a five-star review on your podcast app.
1: If you'd be so kind. And Jack can be found on Twitter on at Jack the Insider and Joel on at CrunchyMeroz with a K. I need to stop speaking when I took a mouthful of beer because now I can't speak <laughs> at all. we set up a Facebook page, which you can find fairly easily and still swallowing. Promoting a podcast is easier said than done. So, look, if you'd share the episode or like tell someone about it or do something weird and then our numbers go up and then, I don't know, we get bought out by a big company and super sell out, let us sell out. I'm tired. And then we'll sneer at you and never
0: talk to you again. We promise to do that. and finally, all feedback tips and death threats should be sent to the conditional release program at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, even if it's simply to, to deliver our. And finally, all feedback tips and death threats should be sent to the conditional release program at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, even if it's simply to deliver our eulogies at a fake funeral paid for by a GoFundMe in our names. The reports of our death are... Just slightly exaggerated.
1: Look, I mean, there is a non-zero chance we aren't even real to begin with.
0: (laughs) Here comes your arse degree. Worth
1: every penny you've
0: never paid.
1: I've paid a little bit. Thanks, Lister. See you next time. Pay your debts. See you later. (laughs)